Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, today is a, a joyous occasion as the entire team is here gathered in one place. Anton isn't in the frozen tundra. And uh is not in luxurious Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> You're not <laughs> sitting at, at your desk. I'm still in an office, though. Like, somewhat, right? This like, is your favorite office, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. But, uh, yeah, this is the Monday after the final California Supercross. Um, and Very bittersweet. What's that? Very bittersweet. California's already over. <laughs> dude, I'm glad it's over. That's what I mean. Huh? That's what I <laughs> That's mean. That's the sweet. <laughs> The bitter is uh, you won't be coming back to California for a yeah. while, but uh, yeah, what it, what an event! It was it was great to have a dry race, I'd say. Uh, and man, that that triple crown goes fast, like bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. it goes fast. Yeah, yeah. really, Definitely. really quick. Uh, I think we had a different, aside from two VD qualifying, we had a different like victor of every single session session of riding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it was almost going to be that way in 450 qualifying until Malcolm got that fast yeah. lap in session one because yeah. Jacob would have done it twice. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Jacob was on, on rails that last practice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, and then I, the thing that was impressive to me about that is he did it in the second session when the track was fucked. It yeah. was ruined. Tracks and then yeah. he was like in, the only one in the, like, was it the 47s? Yeah, he was the 57s. 57s. Yeah. He was the only one in the 7s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Him and Anderson. I couldn't believe that they bettered their time in the last session. It was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I think with the two sets of whoops, the track being a little bit softer, Jake Coop's very, very good and efficient at jumping the whoops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when the track's super rutted that way, it's pretty technical. He's he's one of the best at carrying momentum, you know. Yeah. And he's really good at qualifying. You know, his whole 250 career, it seemed like he was fastest qualifier yeah. all yeah. the time, you know. So um, it was – it was surprising to see his name up there, but then, like, you think about it, oh, it's Justin Cooper. Yeah. The dude can rip, so. I caught, like, the second half of that lap, and I saw him go, like, 3-3-4 three, three, or something through the second set of whoops. Yeah. And it's funny because I was with them at the test track on Wednesday. They were at Mumford's, and I left to Croker fucking grilling him for jumping in the whoops. <laughs> like, grilling him oh, for jumping. Man. I even got some of it on the mic. And uh, all I could think was, like, Coker's in his ear right now. Don't jump, don't jump. <laughs> and then yeah. he tops the charts. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, those whoops were hammered. Like, the entry into the second set, there mm-hmm. was, like, a little setup whoop, but then it was right into a big one. And then the ruts that were there, especially coming out of that corner with those rollers, the track changes that they did, I think, honestly made it better. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to see, from our perspective in the press box, <clears throat> what the whoops look like head on because we're no. they're coming towards us both angles. Yeah, even that first set though coming towards us, you could, the V in it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude. Yeah, those Vs can bite you too. I'll Oof. just tell you how they were from the floor. Fucked. They were <laughs> yeah. hammered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think like for all that stuff too, like all of the track changes stuff that we did because we talked last week. Did it rain in Anaheim? Did it not? The rain that they got on Monday. 
the dirt was really good. Like how loose and how much it was turned over, it was really, really nice soft Anaheim for a lot of spots and then dry slick and others. So yeah. mm-hmm. very technical for guys they have to endure all day. Like on Friday during press day, as they were coming across the straightaway, I'm sure you heard it, Chase. You could hear the tires chirping on the dry hard pack. Like, yeah. and wow. then the next day it's, you know, nice and soft and rutted. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like I think um, in certain areas of the track, you know, the, we did get a lot of rain this week and the track builders, you know, it's just, you know, with I'm in a group chat with the tra- track builders <laughs> and they are complaining about, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, something, right? Like they're pretty much building the track with mud at yeah. the beginning of the week, you know, and then he said it, they know, spent out. a whole day scraping mud out before they could even start building. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, and then it like, I mean, it rained early in the week mm-hmm. everywhere in Southern mm-hmm. California, you know? So, um, that that being tough, like I feel like you know it creates some air pockets in some of the rhythms. Like, you know, you think you're building dozer whoops with kind of mud. So they, I mean, they're going to be soft, and then you almost have like ghost holes everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You'll hit like one spot will be hard, and the next spot you just feel like you're sinking. So um, that's where I feel like the track just got super super gnarly in practice. And too, like with the the futures, they had no real time to fix the track. No, no, yeah. That that second baseline rhythm was horrifyingly. I mean, I think I think uh, <clears throat> the ruts on some of the faces, like it changed everyone's rhythm so that they wouldn't land into yeah. those ruts. You know, like it was bad. Like uh, uh, I talked to Freezy after like the first practice, and he's all, "Dude, it's like hard on top, but it's soft underneath. It's gonna be messed up." Yeah, this is something that we haven't talked about on our podcast at all, which, I mean, known for a couple of weeks just with knowing the, the, the Dirtworks guys, but um, no more Dragon's Backs in Supercross and mm-hmm. only nine whoops, no more than nine whoops. Is, do you know anything mm-hmm. about this and why they decided to go that way? So the, uh, the Dragon Back thing was, like, pretty obvious because at A1, that was the only one of the year. And it was easy, like... And it even got changed quite a bit from what it was on Friday because yeah. otherwise it was just straight to flat. And I think it's like just a protection thing because you look at Nashville last year, how many guys got carted off on rock hard dragons backs. Well, and then the, uh, that, my, my thing is like, it's an obstacle in supercross and this is the pinnacle of the sport and you have to learn to be able to do those things. I don't know. I, I, I'm more of like a fucking I'm keyboard warrior. Well, now you had to I quit. Back in my day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we walked uphill both ways, you know, like <laughs> I see for the whoops thing, uh, like there were some other rules, like they wanted them to be, a certain way until they get to a point in the series. And then like, once we get everybody over this threshold safely, okay, let's make it a little bit different. But uh, yeah, a lot of different little things have been worked in this year. No more loader whoops as well. Uh, Only, only, only dozer whoops. They, they're not allowed to do um, loader whoops. So you talked to the dirt works guys quite a bit Mm -hmm. just as being around forever. And then you did that interview the other day, seeing that stuff like it's amazing what they do every week oh yeah like they're already doing it right now in detroit yeah. you know it tracks already getting built and the conditions that they're and, under and the anaheim tracks gone already right? yeah oh yeah like the, those dirtworks guys is it the same team that takes down mm-hmm. as goes to the next mm-hmm. place yep. it, it seemed it like down, it'd be it seemed back. like it would be easier if there's a the cleanup team that stayed yeah i don't know man like they have that they have that van i don't know they, they don't, flew to this one they, the, flew to they this already one. flew to detroit like they're already loading dirt in right it's, now it's crazy that like I mean these dirtworks guys they have a whole ass family most of them mm-hmm. you know and and yeah. they're gone a lot of the year yeah. um, you know I mean this, they're in a city and they don't get any sleep it seems weeks, like yeah, yeah. and they're, they're building they're, test they're, tracks they're, now um, too yeah and they're building test tracks 
for people that are listening that might not know, explain the difference between loader whoops and so like uh like everyone knows pretty much what a dozer is mm-hmm. you know um and then a loader it's you know one of the bigger ones that has like a huge bucket at the end that you can really like scrape each one and make it super nice and pretty right but mm-hmm. um with loader whoops you can get pretty they can get pretty deep and pretty nasty um but they end up being a lot steeper um like a steeper front face you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I mean, they're, sometimes they're a little bit harder to hit. Um, they get sharper, they get steeper. The more you work them, the the you know the steeper that they get sometimes. And uh, and yeah, I mean, they get they get pretty nasty. It's like one of those whoops that you see guys go into, and as soon as they drop the nose, instantly they're freaking going over the bars, right? Mm-hmm. You can't even roll through them. That's a loader whoop. But dozer whoops are a little bit more forgiving, have a little bit more space, and not as steep. Yeah. So no more loader whoops. No saying. more, no more. How, loader how whoops. many of the test tracks have loader whoops? I mean, all of them. Wait, much. no more loader whoops or no more dozer whoops? No more loader whoops. Okay, okay. Do- they're building the whoops with dozers. Like just skiddies? Uh, no. I mean, like, like a, actual dozers. Okay. Yeah, like actual dozer, and then they go through with like maybe a skid okay. steer to make them look a little bit prettier <coughs> or something, you know. Okay. But yeah, dozer whoops. Hmm. Who who dozer uh, whoops who are, decides all this? No. Dragons back, no loader whoops. I'm sure that's like a felled decision between Freighter, Prater, Mui, and then the Dirtworks guys. Because like when it comes down to it, Mui's the one that runs all of operations. Prater's yeah. the one that uh, runs the whole. But do show. you think the teams have any influence or vote in it? So there were some like steering committee meetings on Friday. There's something that we got to point out too, going into Detroit about a big format change for this weekend that like really has to be put out there. But they're trying to improve the communication, and I think it needs to be better. Uh, just along with everybody, because I'm sure the teams know, like, hey, we're going to do this stuff a little bit. It's not just a blank decision not getting talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get, there, there was, like, a track change this past weekend, right? And a lot of the teams were mad about something, right? What was, I mean, about the tunnel not being used? Uh, not sure. One. Not sure. I thought what, it was, like, what some, was something the, different uh, with, the, with the track changes. Chase, what was the reasoning behind the track changes that you The got tunnel? Uh, they just they spent literally a whole day scraping mud out from Monster Jam. Oh, so it wasn't a safe. As, a, as far as time and then the ground being so wet, I guess it takes a lot of time to get the, the dirt like lips made up to the that over under perfect. And so they just scrapped it. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. I think it worked out though. I think yeah, that I was think pretty so. decent it was lap a time track, and yeah. really yeah. racy track. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have an what, two more bull berms than yeah, totally. an over under that's in the first fifteen seconds of the track that everybody's gonna bundle up and then Mm-hmm. like get risky on i think that was the track change that they were talking about. and honestly like it we've learned this like if you look last year at houston when they had the tunnel right over like not a big deal everybody gets over it but it's a lot to just funnel everybody right back yeah. into yeah mm-hmm. i mean we saw how tight that second corner was my goodness yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah what did you guys think about the uh the two corners like after the second 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 baseline rhythm and then after the first set of whoops the turns that had the rhythm breakers in it Dude, that throws you so far off your rhythm, those yeah. little freaking roller things. <laughs> I, I would cool. hate it. I would hate but it. But it's yeah. cool, like, to see who's good at it and who's mm. who gets yeah. sketchy. No, I would, that would suck. You know Did what, what turn that was sick that wasn't in there, but it was on press day? Was first baseline. That little walk. That little yep. left. We're out, yeah. out of it. It was so cool. That was so wild, too, with the lighting, because it made it look like yeah. everything was a 3D photo. I was looking at stuff. I was like, oh, man, did I do, like, this looks like terrible Photoshop, but I didn't Photoshop it because the guys were popping out so yeah. much. Uh, into that roller corner that you were talking about. I walked it at the end of the night. All the way to the inside of it is just four ruts, super deep that everybody's trying to land. So to imagine landing off of those tables where it's all chatter, where you're accelerating or braking, mm-hmm. 
and into that tight technical stuff, like you really have to see the end of the track or the track at the end of the night to understand the nuances of how technical everything yeah. is. Yeah, and like with doing like going table to table off and, and then into ruts that have braking bumps with supercross suspension and like with the way the dirt was with like tackiness and like you have like those weird shallow like things. just like mm-hmm. like soft ruts. It'll it'll just pull you and freaking jerk you all over the place. And the bike's still pushing because yeah. you have all yeah. of that momentum still going out and yeah. you're trying to counterbalance it. Yeah, that was a, probably one of the more technical sections of the night. Yep. And then the other big thing was uh, obviously, uh, I think Cade busted it out, and then yeah. we saw I saw Malcolm and Coops try and do it in uh, or do it in press day, mm-hmm. but uh, Anderson pretty much perfected it all night. Was that that first three out, and then the other rhythm, the other three out. Yeah, and I think both of those, dude, especially when we got into that final main, Eli was doing it. Yeah, it maybe was a little bit faster, but it was just I more spectacular. It, well, yeah. it's spectacular for sure, but they're out of all those ruts too because yeah. no one was in it. They were yeah. landing and able to not have to choose a rut. You know? Yeah, able to do it a little bit more consistent because they're, <laughs> they're not in the ruts too. I thought another line that was good. Um, I think you talked about. I've seen some guys do it in practice. You know, like Dean and and I think Eli, but uh, uh, in between each whoop. Mm-hmm. set um they're going three on to the table off off i think so like threeing in instead mm-hmm. of going two and then threeing onto the tabletop yep. i thought that was cool um it looked a little bit faster and then yeah like you said the other rhythm section where Cade was going three three four one into that turn mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it was it was some cool options for the track it was real racy mm-hmm. yeah I like that Cade's the newest Krusty Demon. That's so tight. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, he's just in the hills doing front flips. Yes. Oh, oh my Dude, God. Dude, the Bogle, I, we think same it's jump, the same yeah. jump. Yeah. Oh, really? On yeah. Beaumont. Remember the Bogle dead body? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the same. <laughs> Everyone beware. If you go out there, that landing is soft. Uh, yeah, it is soft. But... Oh, shit. Dude, what about, for, uh, I guess we're, you guys want to start with 250s or 450s? I say we just start with two fifties. Two fifties? Yeah, just get it out of the way. What's up with your guy, bro? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't I don't know. He can't get off the line and then it's like he doesn't warm up before the race or something. He looks cold for the first couple laps. But then he comes on super strong, right? Yeah. It's, it's I mean, he's he's so far out of the championship already. And well, it's crazy to think like mechanical at San Francisco. Yeah, but. yeah. It's that's a bummer. <clears throat> it's just just hate to see it. You, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's getting paid a lot of money and he hasn't even been on the podium yet. You know, it's like all this Joe Shimoda hype, you know, preseason, all he's flying at the test track. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm in disbelief right now. You yeah. Know, but uh, actually got him after the race. Mm-hmm. And he, I heard he and Nick talking a lot about like electronic settings. So it sounds like they're searching for something better with the bike, maybe better off the line. Yeah. But, uh, Joe said, before I kind of turned the camera, he goes, hey, everybody is so negative, you know. I just want to find the positives in everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he touched on how good he felt, you know, as the races wore on. And, like, there, I think there was one race, like, if it had been, like, a lap longer, he could, yeah. he could have uh, done really well. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it puzzles me because I really, really thought, Oh, Joe's got this title this year. Yeah. Because when they're going, you know, east or west, it seemed like Joe and Deegan were the guys that were, like, Mm -hmm. avoiding each other. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, to what you said, it's got to be weird for Joe because the on-track result is not what anybody expected because there's all this activation around him, too. Like, three custom Fox kits. He's the face of this brand now. Like, 
it's got to be fun in one regard, but then that's all this other pressure and attention that you're like, oh, it's not mm-hmm. going well. I really don't want this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and to that point, too, that little video that they, they put out on Friday, I know I know I'm an O'Neill guy, like that's through and through. Like, I mean, I cut me open. I bleed O'Neill. <laughs> right. But that, that little like Fox video, it was like. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they're doing a good <laughs> job building a little personality around. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And uh, you know, what's crazy is they did that on Thursday. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I was like, what was that video, dude? You got to do that dance." And he's like, "Oh, they just called me and said come down on Thursday." And I went there, and that's tight. They made that that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's cool. They're taking a little bit of a different approach to it, and I think I like it. Dude, uh, you know, we keep talking about, like, grow the sport, do this, do that. Joe's going to be one of those people that does help, like, crack a new layer to this thing open because everywhere you go, even in Europe, like, people want to see Joe, and Joe is into more stuff than just dirt bikes. Like, you know, Joe wants to go see some stuff and have different interests. He's not just a test track kid. So Mm -hmm. I think that regardless of how he does, he's going to have enough of a following that, like, people will be good for Joe. You know, it's funny is uh, when I got home, I worked on how much weekend, so I didn't go up and actually get into bed till like I think almost one a.m. Mm-hmm. But I crawl in bed, and my wife Eileen, she's asleep, but I wake, I, I get in bed, and she wakes up, and she's so we start talking about the race. The th- thing she talked about the most, she's like, God, I, that the announcers, you know, they're she goes, the woman brought up twice throughout the broadcast. Yes. They're like, oh, you know, Joe, he's from Japan, and blah blah blah. The language barrier, it makes it hard for him to set up his bike. My parents said that too. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And then and they Eileen's said that he's all, only been what here the for... fuck? <laughs> Joe speaks perfect English. That's weird because, yeah. you know, even on, you told me about this when Joe came here to Japan and then he went to like a real public high school. That's what's going to make Joe more normal than anybody else on the starting line. That kid really does know how the American school system and like how American kids are. Like yeah. he knows. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that's going to make him that way and like. Yeah, that's an odd uh, feedback answer yeah. to have. I guess she said that he's only been here for two years too. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember freaking like Joe on eighty five. Yeah, Joe yeah. on eighty five. My mom that, and dad were ripping at milestone. Yeah, the RXR <laughs> chest protector. Yes, on. yes. Yeah. The white, yeah, my parents said the it white cut to Ricky. Yeah. It cut to Ricky right after that, and he was just like, uh, yeah, I, I agree with some of that. <laughs> yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, and they kept talking about the Ken Rocks and the German and. Dylan Fran is the Frenchman, but Joe can't communicate because he can't speak English. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's what he's at the end of his average weekend. I didn't put it in, but he's like, uh, we're going to test this week. We're going to look for some things. We're going to search. And we're going to find <coughs> out. And I just kind of kept the camera on, you know, because I didn't know if he was done or not. And he goes, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're going to fuck around and find out. Is that what you want, Don? <laughs> <laughs> the kid's so tight. Yeah, yeah. That's but, good. Yeah. But yeah, so that's shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would still bet he's going to win multiple races. Oh, yeah. Before the end of the 100%. season. Um, but yeah, dude. Joe wins a shootout against a whole combined field. And that, like, okay, look, championship didn't happen. Terrible. But that'll really calm down a lot of the stuff. Yeah. If he wins a shootout against everybody, it'll be fine. Yeah, everything will be fine. But that's got to be weird to have, like, you know, the bike last year. Everybody talked about how yeah. good the Honda was. And then and now you're searching. Every bike's not going to work for everybody. And I, yeah. we know that Joe's very, very happy with that bike. It's just a couple mm-hmm. little things they got to figure out to, like, mm-hmm. make that first 15 seconds of the race matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> on so, the other note, go ahead. Levi Kitchen. Dude, Dude, ripping. Unbelievable. Yeah. And for, like, a lot of people don't realize he was not supposed to be racing West. Like, he was, had it in his books to be He's getting Coast. able to be <laughs> prepared and test more with the bike all of January and get all settled for East Coast. And then, like, two, three weeks before Anaheim won, Yo, dude, you're doing uh, you're doing West Coast. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, he was so impressive <laughs> in those main events. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's I think he's really happy with his bike. Um, you know, I mean, like, uh, I guess you know, just from talking to people, I guess PC, you know, found some more engine power um, within the past, I don't know, six months, whatever, you know, leading up, and uh, you know, I think I think he's I think he's happy where he's at. You know, it's just uh it's a better environment for him. I mean, he's having a little bit more freedom being mm-hmm. able to still train in Florida, you know, and he's got a different group. I, I guess it, it's fresh, you know, yeah. I mean, fresh for him. And then, you know, with him getting all three good starts and running up front and getting wins like he did at Anaheim too. I think, I think it's going to be a great year for kitchen. He mentioned that he likes the hydraulic clutch, which is helping yeah. out with the starts against mm-hmm. the cable. So like, you know, compare and contrast for everybody. But, like, as much as I hate to say it, winning the championship would not be a good thing for Levi right now because you're going to accelerate his career so much. Yeah. You're going to throw that kid into the 450 class in two years, three years, if he does do it. Whereas, like, you don't do it now, you get to do it next year and then do it another year and yeah. really mature, especially as we – it's becoming bit... talked about, like, the turnover is about to happen. We're yeah. three years away from a big turnover. Yeah, but, I mean, he's, he's older than – most. most. Yeah, he's older than most. Yeah, yeah, he came at it a little bit different, you know, approach there. You know, he just stayed amateur longer. But, I mean, whatever it is, it's working out for him. So, And it's kind of something we talked about, too, like three races ago. Watch, Levi could be the wild card factor that gets into it. And then him and Jordan have the exact same results across the board. That's why they're tied in points, but just in a complete different scenario. Yeah. yeah. What do you think happened to uh, Jordan Smith this weekend? Just bad starts? A crash. Yeah, he crashed in that bad first starts. main. Yeah, yeah, crashed, bad starts, just, I don't know, I, I don't want to say, but, like, just mistakes that, you know, just like what he's made in the past, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, I guess you could say, too, that, that red plate's heavy, yeah. you know, maybe. I, I think, know. I think, dude, that course is really challenging, and except for Jet in one of the mains. If you got a bad start, it seemed like it was really hard to be dodging people who were – dodging ruts and like dude it was i saw a couple guys that should not have been stuck where they were for as many laps as they were mm-hmm. i think it was just it was just hard to to make passes through the chaos honestly dude in one of the mains hampshire got a horrible start right? he was like 17th <coughs> or something as he came around the first lap mm. Yeah. But he came through really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been riding really, really good this Dude. year. Yeah, his face is ridiculous right now. Flat tire? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Flat tire in the last race. Yeah. And saying, like, I just was trying to uh, nurse it so it doesn't come off the beat. That is insane. Because, like, we know how much a tire squishes, you know, in Supercross. To be really squishing is unbelievable. Pretty much like riding on the rim yeah. in Supercross. Because, you know, G-forces, all that stuff. On that loops, track. The thing was probably hammered by the end of the night. Yeah. On the land... When you come back onto the start straight away and have the whole rear tire pretty much just cut or oh. line in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He uh he said uh he thought he had a flat. I was like, ah, oh, it feels flat. And then he said, When that happens, I usually have a moose in, you know, and it's the moose jiggling. He goes, But then it really felt like a flat tire on a rim, yeah. you know? But uh when did when did guys choose to and choose not to run moose? <laughs> 
Um, I think a lot of the guys run moose more in outdoors. Yeah. Than than in supercross, I don't really know of any guys riding with mooses in supercross. Uh, just because it's such a more, um, I don't, I don't think anymore. I think they used to a little bit more. Um, to get because when I don't know if you've ever rode with a moose, you have that more of a, like a dead feeling in the mm-hmm. rear. It's almost like you have like your rebound like slowed way down sometimes. So I think some guys used to run mooses in the rear. Do you know to help with the whoops? Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, that's more of an outdoor thing now. I think everyone's pretty much on tubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the unsprung weight thing and the rotating mass, yeah. that's what everybody always tells me is that they don't want that. And if they can go for a thinner tube, that's what they want. Wow. But, like, before you start dancing on the line of, like, well, how much before you get, like, a pinch flat? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, hitting whoops, you know, if it's, like, super hard pack. But then that's when you see some guys run into rim locks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, it's freaking... Yeah, it's all weird. On Tire Talk, I heard that uh, there's a Dunlop coming out, that there's only one guy that's been able to make flex that much, and it's Eli. And that was like kind of part of the early season struggles was that he just didn't have the tire set up that he thought he would like. And uh, the way that he's able to push the bike, nobody else is able to make it squish as hard as he does. Is that that new, that new uh, 82 or whatever? Yeah. 82. I think Oldenburg was running it this weekend. They've been playing with the front. And then they'll have a rear, and it's an off-road tire. Like, it's not a moto mm. tire, it's an off-road yeah, the, tire. Yeah, the intro was supposed to be at the SRA GP last Sunday. Mm. But I, it got canceled because yeah. of rain, I think. Yeah. I've seen a photo of it on, on the back of uh, Oldenburg's bike. Yeah. yeah, It, it almost looked like a paddle tire. Mm. Because oh, like, it had, like, a V. But oh, then, really? from what I heard, you can switch the direction. So it can be a paddle tire, or then you can switch it, and then it's a hard pack tire. Like an <laughs> intermediate. That makes sense, yeah. 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 Huh. Big things from Dunlop coming. Yeah, I heard there it's it's grippy, like almost too grippy. Because it's like an old tread pattern of like the old moto tire that everybody used to love that then they phased out. <coughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? What the MX3S? Right? 3S, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Um, I, I You said it may not be the best thing for Kitchen to win this title because it'd be too early in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's ever a bad time for a guy to win a title. But are, are you referring to like the guys who have won a 2BD Supercross title and moved up early and never really? Well, because like of the advance out age, like that's yeah. the only way he'll get bumped now. Like Jordan and RJ, if they they can just stay now, like they're good. Mm-hmm. If Levi wins, he'll have one more year to defend, and then who knows how many years. And like with the Cowie thing going on, like he could definitely get fast tracked into a 450 spot and love it. But yeah. like, are you ready? How many years has he really had in the 250 class? This was his first real win where he won like a triple crown moto and then won the overall because last year when he won the triple crown at a two he didn't win any moto yeah, yeah. so yeah, like little he... by little he's making those steps if you won one or two races in this first year and then he wins a slew of them next year in like a title defense that's great mm-hmm. but if you just kind of like chip away and then get your title and you have only one chance to defend it and you still have a lot of learning to do mm-hmm. and then you got to go to the 450 class that's tough and that's where yeah. guys get chewed up and spat out mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, he did say, I just really want to win a regular main event. Mm-hmm. Win it, win it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely this year. I mean, yeah. So he, he went 2-1, like 4 or something? Yeah, I believe so. And was yeah. chilling in that last one, like knew yeah. what he had to do. Yeah, just yeah, did, yeah. Wrote he just it let in. it go. Yeah. Um, Hampshire gained points back, gained five points back. With his finish from mm-hmm. where he was, he was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was Thrasher, I think, that uh, 
he had that caught fire. Too. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's caught fire again, right? So he's last week. I think it was fifth fifth Supercross win. Win, yeah. yeah. But uh, it feels like did he have a really dry twenty three? He was hurt. He was yeah, hurt. Yeah. Okay. ACL. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He only did a couple races, but when <clears> he was there, like super fast, and then yeah. he got hurt, and it was the oh, don't talk about how bad his knee is, and then when <laughs> it did come out, how yeah. bad it was, it was bad. <laughs> But like that, that's another kid. He's out of the championship now, but he'll go pick off a win or two here, and then mm-hmm. that throws the points completely wide open for other guys. When you lose three and you're tied for points, everyone's gonna matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else in the two fifty class? Kind of a so-so night for our Juju, our guy Juju. Yeah, bad starts, he, crashes. Yeah, just yeah, bad bad first one. He was back there with Joe, and they were they were coming up through the pack a little bit together, and then. Uh, the last two were better, I think five six, six five, or something like that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, he just his his starts have been good. I just I don't I don't think it was it was a good good night for him um, starts wise. So. Okay, you know he comes into the uh, the pro, pro class. You know his first Supercross and he's fast qualifier and everything, confidence high. You know he tells me before the season I'm going after the championship and everything. Does the lack of a podium or a great result start affecting his confidence at this point no i don't think so like i mean even when talking with davy and like most of the people in his camp that's they're like hey like we want to just we want to spend this year we want to learn you know top tens top seven six where everywhere you know like you know if, hey if we do get on the podium we're doing backflips it's badass awesome um yeah i mean obviously he wants to win um you know he's riding for a factory team all that stuff but i think that they they do have a plan for him, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that he's in that. He he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's what's cool about him for me is you know I'm running around trying to get interviews. If he sees me from far away, he goes oh, and he puts his hat on. And he comes towards me for yeah. The yeah, he's a good so kid. He knows what's going on. Heck yeah, he's a good kid. Um, Anthony Bourdon, Bourdon, dude, Bourdon. dude right? ripping. When, when's Fifth his star contract going to start? I have no idea. <laughs> What'd you say? When's his star track going to start? Because <laughs> they're going to get him soon. Star contract? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to be like the freaking test guy. I don't know. He's he's going to be on a freaking star bike soon. Yeah. <laughs> when he, he came around and won, and I was like, oh, heck, that's good. Like, first one, he was up there. I'm like, that's been good. And he's been good in the mud the last few. And then race two, he was up there again. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did great this weekend. So I guess he's he was contracted only for Supercross, mm-hmm. but I guess they're talking about doing some outdoor stuff so he mm. could be in the SMX nice. finals later in the race. Yeah. So. Mm. Dude, how good does Jamie have those Suzuki's running? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's... I mean, they're getting great starts. Yeah, I mean, that... that I think even when Carson was on that team, yeah. like, I mean, just great starts. You know, yeah. the bike isn't slow. A lot of people are like, oh, it's Suzuki. Uh, that, that bike's fast. Yeah. I mean, we even seen it, you know, in outdoors with Dylan Schwartz, you know, those type of kids. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Bike was bike was good. Mm-hmm. So on that note, with like you know, star fill-in type stuff, uh, have we heard anything with Michael Mosman? I would assume he's lining up next weekend or this weekend. Yeah, I haven't heard of it. I mean, they already have like ten guys for East Coast. So yeah, like, yeah, but they're one down. So Styles isn't ready. I yeah, think, yeah. So. I guess so. Styles is the fill-in. I would assume he's filling or he's in filling styles. in for Styles. Yeah. But they got a lot of guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a lot of guys. A lot of guys. <laughs> Wait, okay, so who are the guys? Deegan, Deegan Enzo. Daxton. Daxton. Romano. Moseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's five. Five of a 22-man gate. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Hayden. Or yeah, no, we said yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Has there been any uh any word or rumors about how good or not good Hayden's riding? I think I heard he just got on the bike last week. Yeah, like I think he's rode like one day. I think he rode like Monday or something. Yeah, I'm I not heard sure, but I heard at San Diego like he's doing it. It's gonna happen, and it's just get through the first one, and then you have twenty something days for him to like really, really make a full recovery. Like just get through Detroit, let it go to Arizona, and then a weekend off, and then when it picks up in Texas, you should be good to go then. Yeah, you no, have some no one's talked about it. You have nope. experience racing with uh, sore wrists. <laughs> yeah, how is it? Sucks. <laughs> and the whoops, especially, or no? I would. I wouldn't say the whoops. I would just say um, transitions. Uh, depends on the way the dirt is, how cold it is. Um, you know, yeah. over jumping, under jumping, um, anything of that sort. Strength. You know. Um, yeah. Like just I yeah. anything. Yeah flat turns like having to bend the wrist like a certain way like weight in the outside peg like there's some stuff that you know it just hinders it and then like that but that video he posted the other day he he was wearing a a wrist brace mm. mobius or all sport i think it was all sport all sport hey uh, uh did you ever qualify for a triple crown man yeah the fuck? <laughs> i'm just it's an honest question but i mean how gnarly is that schedule like I mean, do you it have, was. Do you really have time to rest between, or is it just like hectic, hectic? No, you have time. You have time to rest in between. I've I've raced a few of them, um, and then back then, back in my day, you yeah. Know, they, they remember the first year they had them like oh, yeah, the pull start. Oh, that was so many, nuts, bro. There was dude. You you raced so much. I'm talking like the first main was like eight minutes, right? And then yeah, it was twelve, it was... and then it was a fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and dude, we did so many laps, dude. I mean, that's when I was fit too. So like, yeah, that's fucking badass. When I was driving here today, I was going through the backside of Elsinore because mm-hmm. I took Ortega over, and I was like, dude, this is a Ray's like Bucky Balboa <laughs> training park. montage. Yes. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, dude. If, and then and then too, most of the time I was in the LCQ, you know. So like, oh, it's even more laps, right? Every session, I'll take every yeah. session, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I raced the the one in in, in Glendale. Yeah, won the LCQ. Mm-hmm. I've won I've won six LCQs by the way. Nice. You know, just for stats, you know, okay. just asking me if I, I saw, made a freaking. Well, I've seen your stat, your name high on some stat lines. I was like, heck yeah, you're right. Some LCQ yeah, some stuff, of them yeah. Were, some of them were pretty shitty, right? Like most <laughs> DNFs. The, most DNFs. Yeah, most DNFs. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, some of them were great, some of them weren't. Most highlight reels. Yeah, fine. Mm. Um, Carson Mumford, he looked fast during qualifier or, or yeah. free practice, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did some stuff, and it's funny how you're watching a rhythm, and someone does something different there, and you're like, "Oh wow, look at that! That's <laughs> exceptional!" But then that's like it turns out to be slow, but it just because it looked cool and no one else was doing yeah, it. Yeah, he was jumping like from table to table early on. Mm-hmm. We're like, "Dude, that's so oh, sick!" sick. <laughs> and then we saw someone three under. We're like, "Oh, oh that okay. might be faster." <laughs> um, yeah. So on that team, like Moto Concepts, right? Has Mitchell been a little bit underwhelming, do you think? Yeah. Because he's he's always been one of the guys who's just had the most like raw speed. Right? I mean, like I, practice. I he's think it, still he's had horrible starts and he's still finishing decent. higher than Mumford though. He yeah, he just say. seems like a guy who finishes like 5th, 6th, 7th, maybe like in that area, right? Top yeah. 10, but no one ever sees him. I yeah. think he's had no good starts honestly. Yeah. 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 He he had some bad luck in the uh in the mud for sure. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I think this weekend he was 11th or something. Yeah. Got yeah. their generator stolen Friday night. That sucks. What? Yeah, they were pitted in the camper at the trailer, and he like moved the generator away so it didn't just all night. And then he's like at eleven o'clock. I was sitting there, and I was like, mm, hope it doesn't get stolen. And they went out the next day. He's gone. What? Yeah, over there, cooler's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, did you see the security detail for Moto Concepts this weekend? <laughs> No. Did you see it? It was the Hell's Angels. Like, legit oh, that Hell's Angels. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. That was pretty cool. That was as funny as Jet's security detail on his opening ceremonies video. Yeah, like, that was interesting. That was hilarious. Damn. There's Hell's Angels? Uh-huh. Yeah, they and were all after the dressed. race. They were hanging out there. Oh, wow. Had the vests. Had the, the patches. Vince? They were down there on the floor. Because in Frisco, Cooler was, <clears throat> Cooler was Vince's uh, autograph session bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was a pretty massive hit this week next to Mumford's place, so maybe they're just being a little extra cautious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> up in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Really? six bodies, six found. bodies, six bodies found. Yeah, a hundred yards away from Mumford's mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Oh my God! While yeah. everybody was there, while we were all there, yes. Yeah, you know. Okay, so on the Mumford Shimoda Yoder thing, I wrote this in Kickstart after San Diego, and I don't think anybody knew they were all tied in points. And that is <laughs> wild because what? you think all three were Geico kids. All three have come up at the same time. And then they're all very different stages of their career right now. And you can see that they're all still right there. So to see who's going to take that next step. That's and like, no disrespect to anybody, but Joe is definitely, when you watch, is a level higher. And then Carson's in a different spot. And then Hunter's really rebuilding mm-hmm. to see where he's at. So if you've been following those kids forever, like very cool storyline to see play out right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh Bank's not happy with Yoder, I guess. I didn't I missed this. I seen the video of him chunking the goggles at him, trying yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> funny. I don't know what happened though. It was like for like twelfth or something. Yeah. It was way in the back and yeah. I interviewed Yoder and then afterwards he said something and he's like, Yeah, just I'm not gonna give up I'm not gonna give a position away. I was like, What? Yeah. And then I found out I was like, Oh, it was about Gary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he threw his goggles at him? Yeah. Well, I bet that hurt. It's all pissed off, yeah. <laughs> So what happened with the club bike on uh, it just wouldn't start. practice day? It wouldn't start. They had to bump it. They got it going. Yeah, they got it. They it got it awesome. going. Mm. That was probably the last. They just had one more issue, and they'll be fine now. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> what did March Banks say, and how was your weekend? Because uh, one of the comments was like, March Banks blaming his bike. Pfft. You talked to him. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't oh. listen to him. <laughs> 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 yeah, he just hey, stands there with the freaking camera. How was your weekend? <laughs> I don't know. He probably talked about the other thing. No, he was blaming his bike for something, I guess. Oh. Mm. Um, I have to go back and listen. Disclosure, I haven't watched the race, and I didn't watch Howard's Weekend yet either. <laughs> I tried yesterday, and then I got too distracted. Yeah. Mm. I need to today. Yeah. Same. It's too distracted uh, visiting old neighborhoods and seeing no, friends. Uh, yeah, well, we had like brunch with Megan's cousin yesterday, and yeah. then, yeah, that was it. Football. Football, yeah. You yeah, I was distracted. I was off my phone like all day yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he getting all wasted or what? No, just oh. studying, studying. Covering the parlay. <laughs> yeah. I tell you I tell you guys what, just like I just want to throw that out there. Like we had O'Neill had a nice yes, know, suite. You. Yeah. you know, Daddy Frank was there, boss. You know, we were we were meeting with some key Amazing dealers. Brownies. You know, we had our outside sales reps there. Like it was it was an awesome time, right? Going to the races now as, like, a fan, you know, slash, like, yeah, I look at it closely because, you know, we do do this podcast on, on Mondays. But, fuck, it's so much more fun than going out there and killing yourself. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, it's awesome. 
The chicken tenders in your suite were pretty good. They were bomb, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And the Modellos were cold. Oh, yeah. Dude, and not $18? We, yes. we drank every single one of them damn I'm beers sure did. in that refrigerator. How was Dahmer at the end of the night? Dahmer was Dahmer, man. He's just, you know. Didn't Wait. he leave before it was Yeah, over? he left. Yeah, Dahmer left. He's, he went out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was about to say, did he stay? I didn't see him. I don't know. I think he left out after the first four did he man. Yeah. Yeah, better things to do. You know? <laughs> so during the uh, about three quarters away through the first three two fifty main, I'm like typing. I look at Chase like, "Hey, how many do they take?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a main. I'm like, "Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just funny, you know, when you're just paying attention to where people are." Because I was looking at where Joe was, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck, is he gonna make the main? He's yeah. like, "This is the main." I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, Break and then four VDs? Are we huh? Break and then four VDs? I don't know. There's still like two VD stuff. No, well, you want to talk about the futures kids and then transition oh, out, dude? Yeah, dude. The yard sale main event, yeah. dude. The yard sale how about the day, print? all day, day. All or day. how about the yard sale sighting lab? Oh, I didn't see the yard sale, dude. Sighting that was lab. impressive. So that happens <laughs> every kid. time too. Dude, eight crap. To yeah, eight crap on the on off and the the far far rhythm lane, the long one, right. on the sighting lap. Gets two laps in and eats shit in the same spot. Oh, God. <laughs> did you hate that? Oh, was, it, was it 94? The SLR it was one kid? of the SLR kids, yeah. Damn. It wasn't Parker. I forget one of the other ones. Mm. Parker got third. The pepper crash in practice oh. that went viral happened. Or my guy Cole Nasty was shooting, and he got it right next to me. But I watched this kid just right to his head into that bull turn. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then he jumped up and then shook it off and then did a heater. And I was like... Wow, man, Damn. be super glad you're 17 still because yeah. you can't do that forever. Kalana had a couple big ones over there in that oh, long rhythm. Yeah. Dude, he did. Yeah, yeah, that one that I saw on, on Instagram. <laughs> that one, I think he was the last guy on track. One yeah. of them, oh. he was the last guy on track, and so everyone just hears. <laughs> well, and then uh, I think Motocross Action got one of him just decking a triple in the middle of a rhythm section, oh. just casing the shit out of it, dude. I'm like, oh, poor guy. Poor but yeah, he came up to the to the and hung out with us a little bit afterwards, yeah. too. Yeah, I cool. went to go. Checking with him, do yeah. checking in with the interview, and he was in his van. He had no shirt on. He had this big scrape all the way down yeah. his chest, across his stomach. And I was like, "Oh, I, I like." Uh, is this mechanic Kieran Nearing? Yeah, it was yeah. for this. Yeah, weekend, Kieran yeah. was working on the bike. It was all bent up and stuff. <laughs> I walked around. I was like, "Oh, is your guy racing?" He goes, "He better be. I'm fixing it." Yeah, Kalana's <laughs> a great kid, man. He's like super well spoken. I've known him for some years. You know, Dude, just right? him and him and his dad and everybody like he's just like a nice kid always yes sir no ma'am thank you you know all that Wait, stuff. did he come up uh when would he have had time to come up oh it was after, after, after his race yeah after yeah. yeah did he come up in his one yet just straight off the track uh no he was he was in his like he was all like red bull hat like hanging out you know he looked like like almost like a like a youtuber you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know but dude yeah he's a cool kid yeah the gordons had a rough day I saw them yeah. both on the ground. Saw Action Jackson in like well, watching practice with the big ass shoulder thing. I'm like, yeah. sketchy, dude. Can remember? <laughs> hey, he cross jumped me at Paul. I remember. Yes, I remember. Yeah. I, every time I see him, I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, I saw Janik in the watching qualifying on crutches in the stadium. So he had yeah. a rough free practice yeah. or whatever. F- funny story about that Cole Davies. I don't know if you spent, I mean, you spent much. Uh, little bit of time with me at the Yamaha track last year, but that mm-hmm. Cole Davies kid, I rode with him quite a bit mm-hmm. whenever Townley and him were mm-hmm. over here for the futures. Great family, great kid, 
Like he's progressed a lot in a year. Yes, he has. And I feel like with this going on, I feel like, I mean, dude, like watching Daniel Blair's story, I thought it, I was watching Yuriv Konsky's, <laughs> but like, but like, and, and then to your point, like how long, how long is it going to be this week until Bobby calls him? It's like, Hey, you want to uh, try yeah. a star oh, no. bike? Trust me because uh, on the podium, Will was standing there in his one piece yeah. talking to Daniel and he's like, we're not losing him. We're not losing this kid. I'm not letting him go. Yeah. yeah I got, I got, I got beef with Daniel right now, <clears throat> by the way, because we did. So we had, we had a, a pretty, pretty fast amateur kid that I was just DMing Daniel, Daniel, do something, do something, do something. This kid's winning everything right now. He's in O'Neill gear. Like, mm-hmm. Didn't do nothing. Got swooped up. Pissed. Bye. Uh, the uh, NSA Yamaha team. Oh, so he's mm. a moose guy. Yeah, now. he's a moose guy. Dang. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I got beef with Daniel. Nah. I'm always sending him like our amateur kids. Like, this kid's going to be the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Davies kid, when I got dropped off at the track on Friday, he was riding a scooter around, and Megan like looked over. She's like, look at the mullet on that kid. Dude, yeah. yeah. And Sick. when he won, when we were driving home, uh, Saturday and I was like, you know, you know that kid that you saw in the parking lot that had the dirt nasty mullet. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, that boy won futures, and she's like, did he really? <laughs> yeah, full. You can tell he's from down under for sure. He's a great kid, man. Yeah. Like him, his family, like his mom and dad, the nicest people you would ever meet in the pits. Like, it's almost they're so nice. It's like they're not moto parents. Mm. Almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I great wonder family. where I'd heard the name. And then it does make sense from last year because he doesn't spend a lot of time here. He yeah. just does the stuff that he needs to do. If you'd seen him last year on the 250, remember he was that number, he was 17. Super short. Mm-hmm. He was small. He was in Fox gear. I'm like, yep. Oh, yeah. He looked like a little kid that should have been in the super mini class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like he did good. He he just did his laps, didn't crash. He stayed up and he was like, I think he was on the podium a couple times last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the future stuff. So. Hey, so uh, after this podcast we're headed to fox raceway mm-hmm. to test the ktm 450 sx factory edition and the honda works edition 450 mm-hmm. and then on the way home are you going by race tech to get your forks i got i was gonna text them to i was gonna text sid today at you know around whenever they opened to see if they were done and yeah i was gonna stop they by. got dropped off yeah, yeah they got dropped oh. off bro i was i was carrying them all weird and trying to shoot a picture with the sign in the background so yeah I send it to alex yeah. Do you think Backyard could make some of the old school show up stickers like they did for the <laughs> like the Honda team? Like with Race Tech, like say if I had like a Race Tech logo with the old Showa font. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of the old Showa font. It's, it was on the it was the, on like Jets. The, the and, small letters, the real real skinny. Yeah. Like they were like uh, fluorescent orange with a blue outline or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just the ones that were on like do they make 4T cows? I don't think Backyard does. It, I know it like with graphic company, it's really weird. Like with like the clear, the clear. And, yeah, yeah, the clear's hard. With no, the no, Backyard does do clear because okay. they're making us helmet kits. Cool. Mm. But I don't know. Backyard does it all. Hey, you know what I saw at uh, at Race Tech when I was there, dropping the stuff off. Um, my friend Chad Smart that owns Baghouse Industrial. Mm-hmm. He does. You've seen Baghouse on the side yeah. of ninety one. Does sheet metal, mm-hmm. but he does. Uh, the mountain bike team, uh, he's uh, he he backs the mountain bike team that all shows the captain of and our fed was on. Yeah, but uh, he has two, uh, I think the RM eighty five cylinders in there, and he's like, I don't know, I don't understand the build, right? But like, it's kind of maybe my fascination with the Takati two fifty three wheeler. Like, oh, you know, that's the one I never had that I want. Well, Chad is building two eighty fives 
with air-cooled cylinders. And he has them like down to the frame. And he's got them in his garage because his garage is super dialed for bicycles. But he's got these two frames for mini bikes. And then I see the two cylinders at Race Tech with uh, – I would have thought they were at least air water-cooled, but they are like fins on them. So I'm yeah. like, what is that? But I don't know. He says he's like making a – some sort of DMC replica or something. Nice. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. so Race Tech is uh, uh, a resource for rebuilding old engines and shit too. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Rebuilding yeah. old engines. They have vintage shocks, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vintage shocks. I have I have that that Honda Elsinore all torn apart, ready to go. Dude, I'm telling you, the engine, like, <clears throat> engine was fine. Well, what does inside the gas tank look like? Is it rusty? Yeah, it's rusty. I gotta, I gotta figure out Wait, a way you to put ball bearings in there and gas, and or shake rocks, Coca Cola. Well, no, either um, that or yeah. apple cider vinegar. I, I, like, there's yeah. so many remedies on the internet. I gotta, I just gotta get on YouTube. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Coca Cola steak, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we used to sell when I worked at Pasadena Honda. We used to sell these gas tank refurb kits it was like some sort of jelly mm-hmm. and there's like three steps or something yeah maybe you get that yeah i just got on that uh that vinco you know that jay clark uh helps with mm-hmm. um and social and stuff and uh ordered all the all the engine parts got like the gasket kit clutch all that stuff so like that bike's gonna freak dude how simple is that engine too oh it's right? so simple compared to like a four stroke or even so a uh, modern two stroke with power valves and everything yeah. the cylinder on the thing was actually ported and yeah, then the head was immaculate. Like I pulled it off. Everything. It, it, if you put gas in it, it would it would have ran. You know, you clean it out a little bit. But, mm. dude, it. Yeah, I mean the crank was crank was fine. The only Are thing. Are you gonna split the cases? Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. thing, the piston on the Elsinore. It only it had a slot <laughs> oh, yeah, for two rings. Ring. Yeah, it only had one ring. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, we're gonna take a break to hear from our sponsors. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection-molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern-day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's E-K-S brand.com. If you're on the West Coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop, you need to visit the guys at STR Motorsports, formerly known as Shock Therapy Racing. With over 30 years of experience, your bike will be in great hands. Whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve or just a basic rebuild, they've got you covered. STR also offers motor building services. Whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor, they're the place to go. Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Paris Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, 
and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the show. Guts Racing, the leaders in seat technology. Go to GutsRacing.com today and design your custom seat cover. We try to ship all custom seat covers within 36 business hours. We also offer free shipping to the lower 48 states. Once again, that's GutsRacing.com. Over the past 40 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross riders. Athletes like RJ Hampshire, Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, and Travis Pastrana all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Check out EVS-Sports.com to gear up like the pros. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, 450s. It was good to see Eli win the final main. Um, I know it's just one of three, right? But it was good to see him smoke everybody at something. And uh, I hope that opens the floodgates for him. But uh, crazy night. Crazy mm-hmm. night in the 450 class, too. I, I was, asked I was surprised to see Jet hit the ground so much. Yeah. The first one, I, I'd like to re-see that. Like, for him to go from dead, dead last up to seventh, like, 15 mm-hmm. passes was pretty good. And the guys that he passed there at the end was a good push. On the Eli thing, I asked him in the press conference, like, how was it to just finally get to go do the laps? And he was psyched about that because he was even like, am I a five- to seventh-place guy now? Like, can I not break through? Because in those first few races, he was mired back there a bit. And I'm like, is he going to get by? Because everybody else is taking off, and we know, you know, how important the start is in a triple crown. But he's won 50% of them. So I think that everybody was looking at Saturday night was either going to be his breakout night or Cooper's breakout night. And it was Cooper, you know, getting his first one of the season. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, Coop, I mean, I feel like a lot, this thing's all fucked up now. <laughs> Thanks, John. I feel like a lot of people were, uh, I don't know, after Paris, like a lot, a lot of the people were, were kind of sleeping on Coop, you know, and, and he's just proven everybody wrong like he always does. I mean, he's always there, you know, like once things go east. I mean, he, he was a bit out of it after the first two, and then now he's top three in points again. It's just like he's just there, mm-hmm. the guy, you know. But and I mean, even to say that he was out of it, he was in podium until he crashed, and yeah. then just didn't do good in the mud, yeah. and then bounced back to do pretty good in the mud the next week. Yeah, he looks so good, dude. And, and it's crazy, like the last few weeks, the points have just flip flopped so much. It's just, it's like, I don't know if it's because it's the end of the season or if it's the field is super stacked. You have one guy who's getting on the podium one week and then tenth the next week, or some something like you know, it's it's just nuts. Like AP. Like, I mean, yeah, he won. He won um, San Diego, but like he's in the points league. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's crazy to think. You know? Well, we have eight winners, right? Yeah, through everything. There's yeah. been no repeat winners yet. Mm-hmm. So, do not. I don't think even like the heat races have been different winners almost every time too. Yeah, mm-hmm. qualifying's been different. Yeah. I feel like yeah, everything. It's insane. It's a great. It's like the mudder sucked, but it was nice for uh, some parody in there. Yeah, because I don't think we have what we have. Like, the pecking order would already be established. The pecking order is going to get established the next two weeks. Like, yeah. Detroit, Glendale, you're going to know who's who once we really get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Coop, do you guys think he looks better than he did in, like, 2019? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't ever remember him being so... He just so look, looks so light on the bike. Like, he's tossing it everywhere. He's... Yeah. He and for like 250 to that bike too. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of that is like he, he I think he was battling some like thyroid stuff, right? Thyroid yeah. stuff, right? I mean, I guess that's why he he'd been fluctuating weight so mm-hmm. right? And he, mm-hmm. I guess he got like finally got that figured out. Um he does look lighter, he does look leaner, and when you're leaner, lighter, all that stuff on the bike, you're more nimble, you're able to cut down quicker, you're able to scrub more, you're able to feel lighter on the bike. So, um I think I think that's helped him quite a bit uh he's gelling with the bike you know gilly and him i guess are meshing pretty well mm-hmm. um testing wise and i think he's got like his starts figured out you know more since you know the beginning of the year i think that uh you know I, yeah his, between his bike setup you know he wanted it a little bit slower i think they got the tuning figured out on it um i think he's on a hydraulic clutch mm-hmm. yeah um, he's raving about it yeah raving about it so loves it I think he's in a great spot, you know. Yep. And going east, or like, how nimble can he really throw that bike when the inside lines get developed this weekend in Detroit? Because yeah. they're going to be at the base Ooh. of those turns. And anytime the track is super soft, anytime the track is super rutted, like it was this past weekend at Anaheim, like that's where he thrives. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm stoked to see him like go east at a place like I mean, Indy. You know, he's always good mm-hmm. at you know those those type of races. So St. Louis, Birmingham. Yeah. Because that'll be that red Georgia dirt. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So. Hey, how was he in the press conference? Uh, he obviously wins a win, right? But he didn't get a man. Uh, he was good. Like, you know, I think that they all know just even <clears throat> keel right now. Don't don't get too high one week or get too low another because you get, still have so many to go. And they've been in that position. And I think that's like what him and Eli's strength is going to be through these next few rounds is they know what's ahead. You know, just ride it out. Don't Don't get stressed out that you're – fifth in points right now or don't get too excited that you're second in points because it's going to change really quick yeah yeah mm-hmm. when did they announce the uh jason anderson penalty so they um 
they were talking about it on the podium, like around the podium, and then Jason still went up and did the trophy thing. And then as soon as I walked up the tunnel, they had his bike over at the AMA, which it was going to get teched anyway. And then that's as they were figuring it out. And then when I walked into the press conference and saw that Jason wasn't there and AP was there, then it was official. So it was just one spot that he got docked, but it changed the whole overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they said on the broadcast, too, they, they're like, AP, it looks like you got third. He's like, what? What? He's <laughs> yeah. like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll let them decide that. But, okay, hell yeah, <laughs> woohoo, let's go, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Mine were like, I mean, he, I think he had plenty of room to get back on the track. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but he definitely, he definitely just like, Hey, like, I'm just going to skip these whoops. And I mean, it's like, it's Jason. How many times has Jason <laughs> done this? Like, quite there. a few times, you know? And I think that that's just them being like, yo dude, come on. We gotta, we gotta do it. They're going to get way tighter on following the rules and putting that stuff out there. Like there's yeah. a new, not regime or anything like that, but there's a new, hey, this is what's out there. This is how we're going to do it. We're not going to give you guys so much wiggle room now. Yeah. Even on the fine thing from last week, apparently there's no more probation. You do something, you're in trouble. There's like warnings if you do something wrong in the penalty table, but if you do something pretty egregious, it's a straight fine now. You think Freddie's getting fined? No. <laughs> Alpine Star Semi's about to have spinners on the thing, dude. The budget's about to go up. Everybody's about to get fined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts on the whole Anderson Jet fine? Like, it's not something that happened on the racetrack. You know, dude. it's just because it happened in, on TV. And the fact and that it's that like, the... why fine them and slap their hands and then make a whole broadcast all day? So, like, I have a lot of thoughts about it. I had, like, really, really intense thoughts about it on Wednesday. Let them do it, dude. Let them do it. A Ray, you know, like know. all of you guys that are out there, you trust each other of how hard you're going to race. You know the emotions that come with it. Like, let them do it. You have 22 dudes that just had their heart rates at a max capacity. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing. Let emotions get heightened. Once you start stifling them down, it just looks so vanilla. How, you know? how much did you find, you and Raper? I didn't. Interesting. And then here's the other thing, too. $1,000. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to afford it either. <laughs> like, Lean into the $1,000 thing. Like To have to go through all the steps that I went through to finally get that number last week, I was like, all right, whatever. It's $1,000 when they're racing for a $100,000 bonus on top of whatever other bonus is this and the purse money. Like, It's nothing, but use it. Use that drama to make it a little bit more exciting rather than be like, well, you know. There's a way to go about using this stuff without it being kind of cornball or why are they using this to like promote the sport? Because it's the... It's part of the sport. It's what makes it so exciting. Yeah. I mean, the the even back in the day with the Weston Pike Vince Freezy thing, that, how many highlight reels was that on? That was on the intro videos. Bro, how many Terra Firma videos did you see Jeff Emmett kicking somebody in the ribs? Like, that yeah. was so many times. That well, was like, the whole thing. I mean, even in other sports, like, I mean, hell, like football. I mean, all the, like some of those dudes that beat their wife, and it's on the news. They're going <laughs> to, you know, they're, they're going to talk about it. It's uh, just got to happen. They're still getting fined. I watched. Maybe that's a di- maybe that's a, a little bit different. Yes, maybe it's a little different, but it's like, you know, hey, homeboy's sitting out tonight because he broke the rules or something. I don't know. It's just like you obviously saw that Jason did like a Gypsy Tales interview, and it's really like two and a half yes, hours. There's that. a point in there where they're talking about like what kind of good trouble could somebody get in, and Jason's like, "Well, it'd be funny if so and so got a DUI," and I was dying. He'd be like, "You know, a funny DUI." A funny. DUI. And I was just like. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, because, like, all of it happens in other sports. We haven't had anything big happen since James got yeah. in trouble Lit for the police the lights. lights. Yeah, the police lights. But then, like, um, I was thinking about, as all of this was going on, like, 
Let them talk shit. I watched the football game last night, the 49ers-Lions thing. Somebody got a reception right as they were about to make a touchdown, and he went right up to the camera and is talking to the camera, and you can see how happy that guy is. <laughs> you have no idea what they're saying, but that sort of personality is what makes people want to do it, like mm-hmm. steer into it. How much, how much did uh, Hurling, do you think he got fined whenever he just went off on the— On the podium? Yeah. Or, the, and with Lisa broadcast. Leyland that one time? Oh, yeah. that was great. Yeah. How much do you think he got fined? None. Said, oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then just Paul Mayo, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, they should let guys do shit. And mm-hmm. then, you know what else, too? I think— I think Vince should play up the whole uh, villain role. Yeah, I like yeah, Scott Mumford's know? idea. Yeah. What oh yeah, it? Mumford. The Fight Club. Mumford thing. <laughs> wanted to uh, have a, a pay per view uh, boxing match after Salt Lake with Dino and Vince. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. D- Vince is all fuck yeah, I'll do it. And Dino didn't want any part of it. Yeah. The uh, I asked Vince like in Newsbreak this week. I'm like, hey dude, how do you do it? Like, how do you show up to this race like when you know everybody is gunning for you and they don't like you? And, you know, you got to give credit to Vince. He's like, if they want to blame me for their bad race, let them. And I was just like, <laughs> Dude, bro, he's doubling down. I love it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, and then, dude, in the How Was Your Weekend comments, all these people think Vince wears makeup. Mm-hmm. He's looked like that ever since. He ever was since. Yeah. 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 Like, they're like, oh, why is that guy race with eyeliner? And I'm like, dude, he doesn't that's have how, eyeliner. Yeah. That's how he's looked his entire life. Yeah. When he had that, like, in 2006, 2007, I was like, that boy is deep at Hot Topic. Like, he is finding <laughs> no, out the hardest. No, because then he had, like, long the, black he had the, hair. And he had the bangs, the bangs and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Um, I thought uh, Heat 2, Jason winning that, I was just like, yeah, he's back. You know, because he was Big so popular even, win. Even his third one, dude, his pace through coming through the third one was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. Hearing uh, how people were cheering when Jason won that second one, that was yeah. like, oh, wow. Jason's... Okay, wait, we need to address this. How about the booze <laughs> for Jet and, and opening ceremony? Unbelievable. And the cheers when he ate shit in the oh, third one? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he crashed in the whoops. I thought the freaking, I mean, the roof was already It sounded like off, AP but... won again. Yeah. Now, they did cheer when he crashed the Anaheim one in his heat race. So, like, yeah. this is not the first time that he's <laughs> went down and everybody's gotten excited when he went down. But I think when he went down that time was a little different. But that... Like I ran to the bottom of the tunnel and was standing at that exit gate because I wanted to know how opening ceremonies was going to go. Like straight up opening ceremonies. I've never had that much like energy at a race in a long time because Justin Barsha driving out that Ghostbusters car, AP with a headlight on his factory race bike. Ricky, what was that about? about? Hilarious, dude. That was the race bike. I don't know why Why they they did it. Headlight on it. I don't know, but shout out to Jade for like wiring that thing up because I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's cool. They brought like a test bike out and then it had the reel on the fork. And I was like, oh, that is the real bike. But like all the little stuff that was happening, like this weekend really was that big moment where we had a lot of attention on us. And then to hear Jet get booed like that, that was the entire stadium. Dude. I felt sorry for him, kind of. But like, I don't know, when you're in the limelight, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You is have this to. All, but is you this have to deal all a result of the? the no, last this week? is this is like a combination of everything. This yeah. is people wanting to take that kid down. This is <clears throat> one step that he's gonna have to go through and like reaching the pinnacle of whatever. Like if you watch any great sport documentary, every guy has faced this thing. Everybody has been the golden boy. 
one bad step and then everybody's pissed at him. And then a couple years from now, he'll be so much better because he's went through it. Like best thing Jet could do is go out and show them like, oh, you guys don't think I'm that fast? Watch me click off three races. That first race to go from 22nd to 7th, that was a big show of force mm-hmm. that I can come through you guys. Yeah. So just like, cause like he's been like getting like all tatted up here lately. Mm-hmm. What if they like here in a couple weeks, like he just feeds into the bad boy look Bro, like Tyler Evans right? and just rips his shirt <laughs> off. And it's just, he's just full freaking like sleeves. Down. Louis Vuitton seat <laughs> yeah, cover so. on the Honda. Yeah. <laughs> but know. so when he did his opening ceremonies and it was the same video and then he had two security guards walk him down in the stands. They looked a little bigger than the other security oh, guards yeah. he had at other ones. And I was dying because that was the first time I'm like, oh, he could totally lean into the heel effort now. Like full WWE, bad boy, or like good boy goes bad boy just for a little bit would work. And then him and Wait, were the security guards actually part of the show? Or I think, they, dude, they, no, think it they doesn't were. matter if they were or weren't. That took it to a whole new level because I saw that. I was like, holy shit, look how big those security guards are. That's fucking tight. But then as he was riding in, him and Christian were, uh, Christian was on the back and he was riding out of the tunnel and he had just like the perfect little mischievous grin. Like, I know what I'm doing with all of you. Like, he's having fun with it. Yeah. It's going to get fun these next few weeks. Yeah. I, I was, don't think like him and Jason are going to have a bunch of like beef. It's not going to be a bunch yeah. of run-ins like that stuff's dead, but there'll definitely be more like bump and runs between other guys for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finished with Joe and was leaving the Honda rig when jet got back and he was pretty upset. Like obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to watch a race on my phone while I'm interviewing guys and stuff, but like, obviously that was because of the crash, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't spend much time in the pits uh, on Saturday, but are they changing much on his bike still? I didn't spend that much time in the pits either. Who, jets? Yes. Like, cause I, I just I know, like seen. Anaheim, they, like he was like, "Oh, I'm too stiff," and all this stuff. I didn't know if they were doing testing or anything. If he's if he's happy with his bike in Supercross. Or... Mm. No, like I have noticed, like bikes have been taken apart. Like yeah. I have noticed front ends. I've I've walked by and on a Friday they're apart mm-hmm. after press day or something, and then they're put back together again, but. Sometimes I just think like, oh, that's par for the course. It doesn't seem like there's a panic, yeah. you know. I feel like Dean's bike's been completely framed every single Dude, Friday. Right? I see it. Yeah. I, I noticed some more parts got on Dylan's bike though. Yeah. Looks more? like the front end's a little bit different. Dude, I asked oh. him. Do you have electronics? I don't know about electronics. Because like, if you look at the electronics, like it has like all the good plugins, like. And I want to say it looks like a, a sponsor sticker got covered up too. That might have been electronics. Like I noticed on all of the Phoenix, uh, like, what are those little barricades mm-hmm. that run the chains? There's one logo that's taped over. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. yeah. Is there a logo taped over on Beta yet? I don't know, but then on the Get thing, though, those are those electronics that's on the Honda. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'd so have I, to I asked look. Dylan about that. I was like, hey, you know, all the Max. how's the bike coming along? Are you getting, uh, are you getting more special parts and everything? And he goes... Well, we have a few parts, but it's not like the HRC parts are better than anything else you could get. So he like totally played it down. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, he made it a big point that they're uh, fighting for traction and hard pack conditions. And I think a tire thing that'll be something that he's going to have to work on too. Yeah, you know. But I mean, that's part of it. Did you notice like his Pirelli had some different slits in it? Oh, I didn't see that. But I mean, yeah. the hot I, yeah. I have a hot knife. That's the new like must have in your toolbox. Yeah, his his rear because he, he runs the the hard pack Pirelli tire rear, 
which it's weird if he's fighting for traction. He, I guess he likes the pattern of the more hard pike. I don't know, hmm. but I guess they were doing so they. It had some different slits in it to get some more grooving it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're at a Grand National flat track. Dude, it's like that. If you really walk through the pits, especially uh, at these West Coast races, there's at least one tire guy just <laughs> on the rear knobs. Wow. And it's cool because, like, you grew up, I mean, think about how many years you spent at the flat track races, and you know that works, and all the dirt track stuff that I've seen, like, it does change the tire. It helps the, you change the rubber a little bit and make it not so solid. It's going to heat up a little bit quicker and change the grip mm-hmm. characteristic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Going away from the tire talk and everything, uh, what do you guys think was the biggest surprise in the 450s this weekend? Dino not making the main. Mm. Yeah. I would say he's pissed. I wouldn't say that. That I mean, that's not a surprise that Dean did anything terrible. Yeah. That's just like that's the nature of a triple of the crown. triple crown, yeah. you know. And if you, as Dean, Kate been, didn't make it, right? No, no, Kate didn't the first make one it. he missed. Yeah, and then like how crazy that uh, LCQ was too. Yeah, LCQ was nuts. Uh, yeah, I would say the biggest surprise is Luke Kalitsi and then like making again. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I don't think anybody thought that. And he was riding really good in that LCQ. Mm-hmm. Like he was riding really good. He's he, the last couple of weeks, even San Diego, like LCQ last weekend, San Diego straight up past Justin Hill. In the mud. So. Mm-hmm. His front flip. In he's the, the kid that. Uh, yeah. He's the kid that used to race our series on a CR250, right? Or a 125? Uh, yeah, he used to race on a Husky 125 for a little bit. And a, and Bigger kid. Yeah, yeah big, and then uh, off-road Moto Concepts helped him for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. and that's how I... Loretta's. Yeah, they took him to Loretta's in 20, and that's how like I found out about the kid, because mm-hmm. he was good then, mm-hmm. and he definitely has a different style than most. Yeah. 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 Oh, hey, flashback to 250 class. 125 if it... 250 class, but Billy Leninovich. So sick. Yeah, yeah 40 cool. years old. Awesome. Dude, I was so stoked for him. I'm like, Billy's going to do it. Yeah, he said uh, he his first it. Supercross was Anaheim 2 22 years ago Yeah, when he was 18. So, like, that's, that's tight. It's crazy that it's been longer since he started racing than how old he was when he started. That's Damn. insane. You know what I was thinking is that was going on? That shows that, like, he's a racer. He is going to race his way in. If it's about, like, single lap heaters to get locked into this maybe billy doesn't have that because like just things change but get mm-hmm. him in a, into a race position good track position and do the laps he's good yeah and they put a big gap on fifth place yeah mm-hmm. you know what's crazy about that is uh i was like running around doing interviews i'm like wait billy made it. i gotta get billy so i called him i go hey are you still here and he goes oh yeah i'm here i'm i'm, I'm at the pits and so i went running over there and he was nowhere to be found. And they saw me and they're like, oh, he's in the motorhome. So I looked up and he's climbing out of the motorhome. He was walking out, like holding both of the, oh, yeah. he's the rails on the side. He's jacked up. Yeah. He said all week he was uh, he was at the doctor's. And then he was going to, to my buddy's place, Ohana Cryo in Riverside, mm-hmm. doing cryo and red light and all that. But it's pretty awesome that he makes his first main when he's totally messed up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know. He 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 admitted he had nothing in the mains, but it's still so sick that he made it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he's riding a. Uh, he's also riding a twenty three. Yeah, an older, older guy because yeah. they didn't have. Uh, he only got that thing like a week before Anaheim won. Too. Yeah, he's been pra- he trained and practiced on a four fifty. Yeah. No shit. And then how about his teammate? That's like nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. Dude. 
That guy's oh my god! I took like a lot of pictures of that kid this weekend just to have it for Kickstart because he looks like he's riding an eighty-five out there. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. Crazy. Does he look bigger on it than Benny looks on the beta? Yes, yes. he is. Ooh, bigger. I don't know about that. He is Benny on the Benny. beta. I had to put like multiple photos from San Diego. Like, look at Benny on the beta. Is it him or is it the bike? Because <laughs> yeah. he's big. Yeah, he. You know, Benny came in and did a show, and he said he feels better size-wise on the beta than he did on the Yamaha last year. Mm. And I'm all, dude, you look twice as big on the beta. He goes, it's an optical illusion. Speaking of height, is Buttery getting taller? I think so. Dude, I've known Connor forever, and when I saw him on Saturday, I had to look up at him. Yeah, he's always been tall, though. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know if you guys had to give him the extra long O'Neill pant now. Mm, no. No, he's too good. <laughs> uh, what else, guys? What was the Since gear of the weekend? Up. Oh. Gear? Uh, I like yeah, Sexton's. Like? Kalana Humphreys, O'Neal, or One Industries stuff. You like Sexton's gear? It yeah, looked like it came it. with the Factory Edition bike. It was like too perfect match. I thought it was good. Yeah. It's just something different, I think. I don't know. But I like yeah, J. Coop's like, kit. Did, yeah. Yeah. J. Coop's kit was sick. Um, like like you said, Kalana stuff was, was every cool. single Every single kit was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was cool. I'm not like a super fan of high-vis, but Coop's <laughs> high-vis stuff with really? the blue boots and the blue like little details everywhere <laughs> was, was rad. <laughs> AP stuff looked decent. It was nice that he had something new on, yeah. Yeah. I like that you gave Dahmer the factory edition kit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the fit kit picture? <laughs> oh yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> he looks like the Kool-Aid guy busting through the brick wall. That was Mark actually. Mark Mark did that. <laughs> yeah. I like how Dino replied instantly. That's fucking spot on. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um I like Joe's three. Mm-hmm. It was very distinctive. And it's funny. It's funny, too, the things that my wife comments on when I get home. She goes, oh, I like how Joe wore a different color every race. Like, so her, you know, just a general viewer, she caught on to that. Mm-hmm. That was cool. The new FXR stuff was cool. I wasn't crazy about the one color. Like, it was funny because a lot of people had this solid color on this weekend. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that it was like really it was clean. Simpler. It yeah. was really really clean, like two colors, like and pretty much the same thing, like blue blue or red with a blue. I like the white one. Yeah, I like the white one too. But uh, um, what did you guys make of the whole Ghostbusters thing with Sony Pictures? That's cool. Did you hear how that all came together, Lance Sloan? Yep, and yeah. that's cool because like that's Troy's guy, and you know that they've known each other forever, and then for them to take it up one more, like mm-hmm. Troy knows he's got a help sell everything that he's doing, take it to the next level so it can get out there. That's yeah. only for this round, right? They're not going to do yeah, the whole no, shot. Uh, the Ghostbusters thing was this round, and Lance told me that there's like two or three other movie activations that are going to go on with the team this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because they've done quite a few. They've done Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. They did yeah. the Gran Turismo thing last year, and that was big, but that movie didn't like, I don't think it got the attention that it would have had they have really like leaned into it. But I did this like recap of all the big business stuff that Troy has done and like the Puma golf thing. Like that's why they have Troy Lee shoes and that's a Ricky Fowler connection. But he's painting custom shoes for Ricky to wear on the green. Like little things. And, you know, Troy's always done it. How about the Hot Wheels that he had? Like he's the master of that. Yeah. You ever seen the Pro Torque logos on the van? Mm-hmm. So Pro Torque is a Brazilian uh, gear. Kind of like Chaparral has Ocelot or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Pro Torx was copying Troy's helmet, but like making like a cheap plastic version of it. 
and he flew to Brazil. This is, I heard the second hand, but he flew to Brazil to like say, yo, you guys can't just copy my shit. And they're like, oh, sorry. He goes, you want to sponsor my team then? <laughs> and so that's how that came about. And then obviously the C-SPAN thing is the, the what, transportation what the, or, yep. or train or trucking or something. But that he sat next to that guy on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like even my brother showed it. He found one and it's old. It's like got to be 20, 22 years old. But like a Troy Lee Mazda that was out there back in mm-hmm. the day. Oh, the truck. Yeah, the truck. Yeah. Like. We had one at Transworld. The stuff that Troy does is unbelievable. And then, like, the little deals that he'll always pull in. Mm-hmm. I think they should definitely bring back the feather stickers. The sticker kit? Yeah, mm-hmm. with the feathers. Those the Scott Russell dope. feathers, yeah. yeah. My dad had that on his uh, Troy Lee mountain bike helmet. My dad had it on his all of his helmets, it seemed like. Yeah, <laughs> his puss. Yeah, the, uh, I think, and I'm too, it was Troy's 63rd birthday. They, I was there when they were giving him a cake and yeah. singing to him. Yeah, it's always around that time, yeah. And think about how many times Troy's won at his, like, one of his riders has won that race at his birthday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you guys make of Barsha this year? Well, just... I think this was a really off round. I was yeah, it's off. I was very confused. Yeah. Yeah. What's his best finish so far? Did he get a fourth or something? Third? I got third yeah, he got a podium. At yeah, he's, been, he's yeah. been good. Okay. It's just this round was... Yeah, he was kind of a ghost oh we didn't mention it though he got busted uh, <laughs> uh cooper was sick yeah well, i was sick so even during the press conference he was coughing like the whole time too so oh, wow. like i think that's why wednesday was so weird with him because i think because he left early too i wonder if he started feeling oh, sick when wednesday. you're up there mm-hmm. yeah 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 but i think like even on the barsha thing um he's been pretty open about how hard you know two major collarbone injuries and all of the re- have time on that and getting on the bike late He'll probably wick it up a little bit later in the year, which we're not used to. Usually Justin's on fire at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Adam Cintrill. Leaving early with the – he broke a finger or something. Busted yeah. a finger at A1, yeah. yeah. And then that is the other hand from yeah. the other issue, too. So he's got just two bad arms right now. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. I don't think he's been riding during the week either. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was like what he – he put like a three-minute Instagram post out on Saturday night mm-hmm. that I rewatched on Sunday and like – as always, Adam's super detailed with everything and telling everybody, like, the mud helped me through those two, but now yeah. it's not going to. He he left the rider unnamed. Was it Prado? Yeah. Yeah. So Prado, uh, Which 11th is, overall? There's a, like, odd detail to that, too, because, like, the guy that just hit Adam's hand is the guy that might be going for his spot at Cowie. Hmm. Well, really? Yeah. I can't see Austria letting him go. Dude, I think anyone. Everybody, every contract's up. Wow. <laughs> that guy is so sick. Like he really is. He's the mm-hmm. coolest. Um, he was at race one where it looked like he was going to hole shot, but he went a little. He wide. almost got the first two hole shots, but he went wide both times. Yeah. No hate. I'm surprised that he's leaving intact because there are some guys <laughs> that are ready to give him a fucking wheel. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like yeah. him and Jet. Him, Jet, Hunter are all in a pack. Hunter got by him, got away. Jet immediately passed him after, and then he goes at it on Jet. And then yeah. that slowed Jet up for a whole nother lap. And then other races, Barsha, Eli, Ken, somebody's behind him, and he races him hard. Yeah. Like, and well, that's why like, Fevra well, so is not passed, psyched on him because passed, of the way they ride. Uh, when he passed Jet back, I didn't see any contact on that. No, not any contact, but just like, oh, I'm going to go. I, like, he definitely puts it in when he's going for a pass attempt again. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. It's I like Barsha, like, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's more liked over here. I think with for right now. Yeah, for, for right now. now. Give it a year where he's Give racing year, them every week. But yeah, it, it might it might change because yeah, I think he's he's known for riding a pretty wide bike. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And like, good on him. I mean, yeah. if he's that, he's got the line. He'd find a way to get around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I I said in the show that he was on is I think, uh, him coming here is like the best thing for MXGP as far as American fans go, because they're gonna sell a lot more of those passes now. People are gonna want to watch Prado race. Mm-hmm. I think too on the Spanish thing, like all over, it's gonna help blow it up. Mm-hmm. Dude, there are so many uh, uh, fans speaking with him in Spanish. Yeah, I mean, like Spaniard people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he said him. a lot of people traveled just to come see him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you he has his own track that's gonna have an MXGP race in a couple weeks and all that stuff now, like that's the guy. And if you're really a Spanish fan, come see him. Mm-hmm. You guys were talking about kits. I I saw several photos of Cooper Webb with his high vis blue boots mm-hmm. i saw some photos where it looked like he was legit wearing the purple boots did he change in the purple boots no, no, or is no. that someone just Might bad just color edited. correction no yeah. yeah he was in blue all night yeah because they had the blue numbers and stuff to match it yeah yeah so okay so someone on instagram tweaked it or something because mm-hmm. it looked like the purple ones but yeah i like like all of it just the blue offset all of the highlighter yeah yeah, yeah. i don't understand the different <clears throat> color numbers on the back of the thor kits the last couple weekends. The red numbers? Yeah. And they're iron-ons, too. They're not sublimated. It's really throwing me off. Because there's no there's no red on the kit. Yeah, it's right. Hmm. Uh, which one of Prado's kits did you like the best? I like the pink stuff on press day. I didn't even realize there was different ones. Wait, did you wear a different kit every race? Uh, I no, I think when it... Well, this, throughout the weekend, I saw him in that pink and white stuff, which was pretty cool. And then the other more standard KTM-ish blue mm-hmm. stuff. And then he even had on, uh, I think, Cooper's Hawaiian stuff. Yeah, he did. Oh, Is that yeah. pink and white stuff? Like, that must be his That's signature custom. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. his goggles yeah. are pink and white, too. And then his helmet's all pink and white. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize he was a Scott guy. He's oh, not. yeah, been a big Scott guy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, Prado. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And he runs the Fury. Wait, really? Does yeah. he? Mm-hmm. I a lot of dudes are running better. the Fury. Uh, even Juju runs Juju the Fury. runs it because it fits in his ride better. He's yeah. out. What, what is that? The, the Fury goggle. Mid. Doesn't have the outriggers. Yeah. Got you. They don't make a magnetic lens, though. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, Prada's... Did he wear his signature goggle with the pink kit? Because I've been sick. Yeah, I think he has yeah, like almost every time. Um, hey, a lot of guys in a ride helmets this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making a big push there. Um, because you notice like the last couple of years, they haven't really had many guys yeah, other no, than like no. just Benny. They had, they were, they were spending, um, I think some, some good money with like JGR, but once that got closed doors, they didn't really have anyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Welton. Welton's helmet was sick as heck. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at it. Don hates it. Cause it was, I didn't hate it. Same color for his skin tone, but it looked really Oh, cool. is that cream color? Yeah. yeah. With the swirls in it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But he had some sponsors on it. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember what it was. Oh, I think it's his buddy from back in Michigan. It's like a yellow and blue logo. It looks like a WD forty yeah. logo. Yeah. Yeah. I guess his his friend or someone designed it and then sent it to Tiger and Tiger painted it real quick. Mm. That was good. Cool. Um, okay. I I googled it yesterday for a little while and then I was like, damn, I started feeling really stupid. But this Mister Nice Cream thing, right? Mm-hmm. They gave Joe shoes last year. I remember I was asking Joe about it and he couldn't explain. Just go. They're just nice shoes, but Stank and J Law are sponsored by this. Yeah, J Law, (laughs) sponsored by this Mister Nice Cream thing, right? And Stank says, 
it's an ice cream shop in Los Angeles. And the guy's also a, does something with Drake. And he's also an uh, artist, like art, and makes merch. And it's all this happy face stuff, right? And so then, you know, you, you find him on Instagram. He's got a merch website and everything. So then I'm all, damn. So, you know, on Google, you could type in a question. And like a lot of other people have had the question. I'm like, I typed in, what is Mr. Nice Cream? And so all of his social stuff comes up, but then nothing definitively connected to it. But all these dispensaries and weed things came up. Yeah, Mr. This, nice Guy. Mr. Ni- the Nice Guys are in Elsinore, right? Yeah. They're, they're weed people. But is this Mr. Nice Cream really a weed dude and Stanko's lying to me? Uh, I'm looking at it, and he has a Google Maps. Uh, Los Angeles's premier ice cream vendor serving gourmet frozen treats throughout the Los Angeles area, available for parties, corporate events, and grand openings. And then he's got a cart. See, I couldn't find that. I couldn't find an ice cream address because I'm, I'm going to go there and get ice cream and see what it's about. Yeah. I don't, it looks like there's real – but, like, I've seen all the art stuff like because yeah. I, I did the same – like Google look up like who is this guy because I stole Sank's kit mm-hmm. and it just kept feeding back to the Instagram account and then like a uh, half built web page yeah and the half built web page if you look at it there's like uh, merch and then art and you yeah get art and there's a painting of Mr. Nice Cream versus J-Law <laughs> it's like a cartoon <laughs> yeah. of, of a guy with a happy face stuffing J-Law on a corner and then he'll have like real pictures on his Instagram like of a real person but then it's but always the, the face over his face yeah but then his chick is on it all over the yeah. place but. and I've like I've seen people kitted out and all that stuff at the Paula National every year yeah so it must be one of them but I just don't know who it is <laughs> what the heck I don't know let's go to LA and get ice cream this week Chase alright check it out I love ice cream but uh <laughs> I got 34s now, so I'm good. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. There's no way you're a 34. I don't know. These 34 are 30s. medium. Come on. <laughs> All right. We need to go uh, ride dirt bikes. Hey, but real quick, who who lights class Detroit round one? Top three podium. Top three? Yeah. I'm going to go <laughs> Anstey, Forkner. Oh, because the flying at the test track has worked so good for the fucking <laughs> everyone who we've heard that from. No, I'm just doing what I would like. To, I think it'd be interesting oh, okay. to see. And uh, Enzo. the whole podium thing's too hard. Right? Say winner. I'm calling Enzo. Wait. Oh. Does Evan Ferry not have to do features all of a sudden? Like no, what he's happened? done them. He's but done he a, never yeah, he, finished any of them. Well, he's uh, he scored enough points. <laughs> he's like, crashed out of all of them. I thought. I'm pretty sure he scored enough points like oh. through all of it, like mini O's and all that stuff. He's yeah. probably had like an eligibility license for a bit, but they just like haven't had a place to put him. Damn. I thought that was a refrigerator. Oof. What was that? Bro, that's going to stink, the, bro. Was that the no, that was you. That was you. <laughs> Dude, the Anstey hype is unbelievable right now. But like it yeah. makes sense because Max has been ripping for months. Like every race I that he's gone, he's done well. That. I would love to see Max win. The bike looks sick too. I've been seeing some spy photos of it. Looks very well put together. The bike? Mm-hmm. I think the mechanic's really good at what he does. Yeah. I had a dream that the mechanic was my mechanic because you guys made me race a pro main event. That's horrible. And I demanded that Narco Nate was my mechanic for that yeah. race. Otherwise I was gonna die. <laughs> Do you guys get a bunch of uh Well I'm, I know I know all four of you probably all three of us all three of you, all four of us get forwarded reels from narco nate like mm-hmm. nonstop. 
But I, I laugh at him because he sends me funny shit. But do you guys have people that just forward you reels that you don't know or all day? No, all and day. I hope nobody starts all day. Uh, Dude, yeah. I, I mean, I'm one of them. <clears throat> I send I I send tons of reels just to like some boys. Yeah, but you know, know people. Yeah, I guess but, yeah. some people I don't know. Yeah, yeah. just n- random people all the time. Yeah, I it's got always it. political stuff too. Mm. The only reels I see when I do see it is my shit that I filmed of Jet that gets ripped off and reposted later. <laughs> like apparently that did you see the Kickstarter video from um, Anaheim one? The newsbreak video, like when I do the raw montage, she goes to like kickstart oh, the yeah. bike, yeah, faking yeah. it. Yeah, that really pissed some people yeah. off in the pits. Oh, oh, hey, let let's have you explain now, because like whoever your friend is, no context, blew Anton out for the. Uh, the oh, cap- I know who it is. You know, but oh, I, mean, I know who it is. But but why did all your captions get so? Out? Uh, when I was making the newsbreak video, yeah. and like. I had clips of the track that I had shot and I didn't realize that I had put them in the same spot because the video got to the point and they weren't there. So I went to change the whole video to put these clips in. And so select all moved the sequence over mm-hmm. and then hit backspace and it all went instead of me like manually pulling everything back a quick, like you saw sloppy, all your name things were in all the my place. stuff moved. Yeah. So I know that everybody thinks I'm an idiot and I don't know who's out there. Uh, we do. And see, this is like, you put the names in and everybody gets mad, but it's another variable you can mess up, but you don't put them in. I don't who know who that? these people are. You yeah. guys suck. Yeah. You'll never make them happy. Yeah. Um, Wait, who's, who's no context? I want to know. I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> they never send it. They never publish anything that I send. Oh, they don't? Really? There's like, whoever it is he saw. Yeah. He didn't do the jet ball taco. Mm. Well, I probably know why though. <laughs> I probably know why. Uh, okay, right. but hey, on to the Detroit thing because this is super important to talk about. Uh, I got tipped off about this this weekend. We know that it's a day race. The gate drops at 3 p.m. in Detroit, so it's noon for you guys out here. Wow. Track walk is at like 6 or 7 in the morning. Six. The yeah. biggest thing that they're doing is the 450 heat races are going first. So it's going to go opening ceremonies Why? for because television? this is all oh, for television. NBC or, so this yeah. is NBC like this is the chance to try to land it because Sick. it's off weekend before the Super Bowl. This is a nice like little chance. So it's going to go opening ceremonies, 450 heat races, 250 heat races, break, 250 LCQ, 450 LCQ, 250 main, 450 main. So start big, go through the dip in the middle, still try to feed everything in like here's the excitement, here's this, this guy's working on that, and then end big with the 450 feature. So I don't a know how many teams know about that. I don't know how many teams know about that, but that is definitely something that like Feld, the AMA, NBC are all in coordination with. And then Mm -hmm. we'll have something later this week talking about that with uh, somebody calling all those shots. Hmm. Are you are you uh, worried about navigating the neighborhood? Oh, no, dude, because once you walk into that stadium, you're just in that stadium. Okay, you're fine. Yeah, dude. like several of the truck drivers this weekend I was talking to like, ah, dude. I think it's just like such a pain because it's so tight, you know, Uh and you don't erect any of your like pit structure. You just park as tight as you can next to everybody and then work in your truck. But it's not really a big deal because they close off like three city blocks around there with fences. So either you're in the street that feeds directly into the stadium or you're in the parking garage that's right next Mm -hmm. door. But it's not like uh, Oakland where your shit gets jacked and stuff or not. That's a lot of the stories I heard. I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed anything like that in Detroit. And then I know everybody's worried it's going to be cold this weekend. <laughs> It'll be like in the 40s. So like oh, cooler, okay. but not terrible. Wow. Yeah. All right. 2D picks. I did mine. I just said Enzo. 
You're not going to be podium. Oh. Enzo, I think Deegan's going to be better than we all expect. I'll say Deegan. Mm. Oh. Hymas. Mm. I forgot about Bia. Mm. Mm. I'm going to oh, go. 16. Um, shit. Who is it? I'm going to go. Let's see. Who's all the star guys on the East? Bennett. Yeah, all four depends. Enzo. Benick, Enzo, Romano, Romano, Deegan, and okay. I'm gonna go Forkner, Enzo, and then um, Hammaker. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Hammaker's gonna get the whole shot, get third. That's pretty good. He's a racer. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good error. That's a good add-in. Um, I think the ANSI hype like is real. I think like he's been <laughs> fast enough. I think like. If he's got the confidence, I think it would be really cool to see him win. Forkner second, Deegan third. Third for Deegan, just enough to, like, he did it. And then that's going to yeah. make everybody else really wonder, like, was he hurt? Was he not hurt? What happens after that? Yeah, I don't know. I Like, the whole, like, the whole an or ANSI hype, I just feel like the people who are saying that have been seeing him at the test track that he's been riding every single day. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. And, I mean, think about how many other times that we've heard the this guy's ripping, this guy's ripping thing. I'd love to see J-Mart do good, um, yeah. especially after all that he's been through. That that uh, test track video he put out the other day, like, you Hit watch him course. ride, bro, how could you go any faster on yeah. a dirt bike track? Yeah, I think Cody Shock's going to have a breakout year, another one. So I think he's on a good bike this yeah, year. Yeah, he's on mm -hmm. a great bike, so, yeah, be good. Yeah. Where and, I just, like, who all has this Max Anstey hype been coming from? Aside from Phil, Dean, who's seen like ride. I think I don't know like the the people who who've been down there and watch him ride. I think some of the star guys because I mean they do go to star every yeah. now oh, and okay. then. Okay. Um, you know whether you know the whole Tallahassee, Florida crew probably. Yeah. Like I've been hearing it from some like people like reporters based in Southern California. I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like. Uh, It'd be good for him. It'd yeah. be really like there's if there's one guy that's like really shown over the years, like he's got on that day world class speed. It's Max. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see it. I'd like to see your Reeves post afterwards too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all right, <clears throat> let's go ride. Is is the froth team pit uniform include Adidas sweatpants? Because <laughs> of Marty. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I've seen him in all year. Is he a secret football fan? I mean, it's a South American in them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to go ride some dirt bikes. But um, Are you stay warm. Antoine? Stay safe. No, I'm getting on a plane. Oh. I'm riding a Comfort Plus seat back home. Nice. Stay safe in Detroit. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next Monday. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.